Welcome to Explore the PNW. Join us as we travel throughout the beautiful Pacific Northwest and beyond. This is your host, Joel and Debbie. Good morning, Deb. Hello. How's the morning treating you so far? Good. I'm a little tired on this Monday morning. Yeah, Monday morning at the podcast table. Mm-hmm. We are dedicated. Right. We're trying to get more of them going. Yeah, we travel to the places and we have to come and talk about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so today we're going to talk about lighthouses. Lighthouses on the Oregon coast. Yeah. Yay. That is exciting. I was trying to look up how many there were. There's a lot of them. I can't tell you exactly how many. Well, I think it's because they needed a lot of them. Yeah, exactly they did. So people wouldn't run into the land. We don't want to have any more Peter Iredales. No, that that is, I don't even know if people know what Peter Iredale is. Well, we'll talk about that sometime on a podcast when we go to Astoria. Okay. And Fort Stevens. Which are some of my favorite places. Yeah, they're awesome. We'll save that for another day. Okay, I'm going to turn this over to you for the first lighthouse. Okay, our first lighthouse was south of Newport, maybe even south of Walport, if I remember right. Yes, it was. And it is called Hasita. It's a Hasita head. And, and you have some fun facts about it. I do have some fun facts. It is 1,000 feet tall. It was built in 1893. It is 56 Boat tower sits 205 feet above the sea level. Its light can be seen 21 miles from land and is the strongest light on the Oregon coast. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Is that is that the one that has the um, bed and breakfast too? That I wouldn't know. It does have a house. Yes, it is now serves bed and breakfast. You are okay. correct. It used to be the assistant light keeper's house yeah. back in the day. But not anymore. I thought I saw a sign that said bed and breakfast. So that's why. Yeah, perfect. They also do tours. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I believe that one costs. Oh, okay. Yeah. We didn't do it. We did not do it. But that's okay. It was not ideal weather while we were at Asida Head Lighthouse this term. (sighs) The last time we came by here was the most beautiful photo I've ever taken at the Oregon coast. Yeah, it was the... Yeah. That sunset was... It looked fake. Right. The colors were that amazing. But that's the beauty of the coast. Sometimes you get amazing and other times you get still cool. Right. So, yeah. So, it's a, this lighthouse, the beach has lots of sea stacks in it. Yeah. And then the lighthouse is up on the cliff above the beach. Right. It's pretty cool, too, because I know when the tide is out, there's, Quite a bit you can climb on and stuff like that. So, yep, yep, exactly. If the tide is out, yeah, we were there and the tide was quite a ways in, right? And the last time we were there, the tide was out and it was yeah. super cool, yeah, way out. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Um, beauty of that hike is super accessible to anybody, mm-hmm. you know, it's literally you park in the beaches right there, right? Um, I feel that the view for the lighthouse is up the hill go south just a little bit and there's a pull out a tiny pull out on the ocean side mm-hmm. if you remember and then it's then you're kind of level with the 
with the lighthouse and you kind of get the bay, the kind of the whole curvature of the bay there yeah. with, the, with the lighthouse. When you're actually there on the beach, you know, the lighthouse is so high up on the cliff. It's just kind of a different view. Mm-hmm. So I would highly recommend looking at it from both spots. Yeah. The the one pull out on the top of the, though, is it's not big. Mm-hmm. When we, we pulled into it quick, and there was plenty of room, but getting back out because people kind of move pretty quickly on 101. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be a little careful going in and out of that overlook, in my opinion. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, beautiful lighthouse, very white. The roof is red. Mm-hmm. So it kind of has that. Yeah. Quintessential. I'm a lighthouse. Look to it. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, and it is a beautiful spot. Um, it's just kind of a little ways down there. We don't always get that far. So it's been kind of fun to see that now that we've seen it twice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is a little bit further, you know, which I think is ironic on the Oregon coast, you know, because where we lived in Portland for years, you know, I think most people, kind of think of like, oh, if we're going to the beach, you're either going to go to Astoria or you're going to go to, you know, Newport mm-hmm. for the aquarium and the Tomacall and the, you know, and you don't think that that's not even probably the halfway point of the Oregon coast. Yeah. Like the Oregon coast is, it's a pretty vast coastline. Right. And I think, you know, kind of once you get from Newport, you know, all the way down to Gold Beach, it's hours. It's to drive from one side, you know, you're going to ride end to end. It's a pretty massive coastline. Right. And we've talked about, you know, going further because we really like some of the, what was the little, it's not Brookings. What was it? There is Brookings, but Bandon is awesome. Yeah. We've been to Bandon, but it is, it takes a long time to get down there. I mean, it's not like you said further South. Right. So Florence is far enough. And then when you go to Florence, then you've got Bandon and then Brookings is another, I think another hour. Yeah. It's a ways for sure. But beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like the Southern coast I think is outstanding, but it's just, I mean, I've lived in this area forever and I have probably only done that section a couple times ever. Yeah. So we need to fix that. Yeah. Road trip. Mm-hmm. Luckily, gas isn't five bucks a gallon yet. Oh my gosh, so crazy! <laughs> yeah, our exploring the PNW is going to be like uh, explore higher, where to get gas. Right, coming up. Your Donations are and... perfectly welcome <laughs> yeah, right. to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'd like to have uh, Chevron, Texaco, seventy six be our sponsors. Right, so we can actually afford to go to these places coming up here soon. My gosh, it's so crazy. Kind of crazy. Um, anyway, moving on to our next lighthouse is Yaquinta Head. Okay, but it's spelled with a Y. Yeah, Y-A-Q-U-I-N-A. Mm-hmm. And it is part of the Yaquinta Bay Natural Site, I believe they called it. Yeah, and, and we went into the Cultural Center, which was really actually cool because it it kind of showed all the different... There was good history about it. yeah. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a very well done visit, like visitor center and gift shop. It also told us about um, when the beaches. It, there was a law passed in the state of Oregon that you couldn't cut off like public access yeah. to the beaches. So the beaches are all public in the state of Oregon. Yeah, and I think that was back in the 1960s. Yeah, in the 60s. Tom McCall. 
I don't know exactly what year. I didn't write that down. Right. But I think it was during that time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a big, come to Oregon and visit. Just don't move here. Right. <laughs> but it's, it's We're super- much friendlier now. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So the interesting thing when you go to Uquinnahead is that it directs you into the parking lot for the visitor center first. Yeah. And then you have to kind of go around and back out to get to the lighthouse. Like you literally can't just go straight to the lighthouse. And it does cost to go in there unless Except you. for when we were there. Yeah. Yep, unless you day. go on a holiday, then it's free and yeah. probably other days, but usually it costs, I think $7. I think that's it. Yeah. $7 per car. But yeah, we got just randomly, we were there on like a free day. I, I didn't think it was a holiday. I think it was just like a free beach day. I think it was president's day because president's day was no it was president's day because was it okay um, be- what do i know because valentine's day was the week before and then we went the next week and so they had bumped president's day to the next because we saw a bunch of teenagers there and we couldn't figure out why they were there why Skipping they were in school. school yeah anyway but we got there on free day which is kind of a cool little bonus mm-hmm. so hey i'll take it free um yeah and then the lighthouse you kind of drive out to the point and there's a super cool trail above the lighthouse. So you can go up pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, great views down to the lighthouse. And that lighthouse, I don't think you can go in. Or it definitely was closed. The lighthouse itself. Mm-hmm. You could walk around it. Um, also, a little tidbit. Um, great whale watching spot. Oh. From that from that vantage point. Oh, really? So the last time I was there with Callie. Shout out to Callie. Um, we saw so many whales there. And then from the lighthouse, there's, before you leave kind of that area, there's a road that takes you to kind of to a lower parking lot. And so we went down there and we saw a whale that was probably mm, 10 feet from the, from the rocks. That's crazy. Yeah. They called it like Scar, I think. It had like a very pronounced scar on its face. Yeah. And we talked to uh, a woman that worked there and she was like, oh, you got so lucky you saw a scar and hadn't been here for a couple years and we were afraid that something had happened to it. Like we had literally been like on that point versus where we were standing. We probably could have reached out and touched it. Wow. Probably not supposed to do to marine mammals, but it was so cool to see it that close up. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, let me give you some fun facts on this um, lighthouse. Okay. I, I will say that it was also really different because the one at Hasita, you know, whatever lighthouse, Yes. it had the red roof and this one did not. So it was kind of, it just looked yeah. different. Yeah, that's true. Um, so this one is the tallest. Oh. Yes. On the Oregon coast. And it is three miles north of Newport. It stands 162 feet from sea level and is 93 feet tall. It replaced one that used to be in Uquina Bay in 1873. It says here, it is said that this lighthouse is haunted. Oh. Mm-hmm. Why? They said it was disproved. I don't know. Maybe there was some murder or mayhem going on there. Seems to be a lot of uh, murder mysteries around lighthouses, so it's probably true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it also said that um, that, sh- that if ships pass too closely to the lighthouse, the compasses 
on the ships would go haywire. So the haunted part of it has been disproved, but it said that the reason that the compasses would get thrown off the ship's compass as they came close to, is because the cliffs above the lighthouse have iron. So it's magnetized. Oh. So it would throw off their compass, which if you think about it, a lighthouse is there to keep you from running aground. Yet this lighthouse, because where they put it, uh, the land itself is throwing off your compass. Yeah, that's not good. So stay on your toes, I guess. Well, stay the, far enough out. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you know that you've gotten too far in if your compasses go haywire. There you go. I De- fixed it. Debbie fixed it. Debbie's a fixer, for sure, if you don't know that from listening to this podcast. Okay, so from that beautiful lighthouse, we had to travel a little bit up to Tillamook. Tillamook, Oregon is the home of the Cape Mears Lighthouse. Anchies. Anchies. Yeah, you can't go to Tillamook without stopping for cheese and or ice cream. Or ice cream. So we, being good Oregonians, we stopped. We don't need a lot of ice cream, but it was actually really good. It was. Yeah, maybe like the second cone I've had all year. (laughs) This is a little side note, but it was pretty funny because they put your cone like on top of the bowl. They didn't put the ice cream in the cone. I asked for a waffle cone. They gave me a waffle cone and then dumped it into a bowl. And then put the cone on top of it, which was crazy because then we kept seeing people come out of the ice cream place with their ice cream in their cones. Maybe I looked messy. I don't know. They're like, that, oh, that's, that, a, that's a little tangent. They're like, that old man clearly is not going to be able to manage that cone. It's beyond the ground soon. That was a tangent. It was a tangent. That's okay. Maybe Cape Mirrors, the shape of it reminded you of a cone. And so then therefore you thought of the ice cream cone we had at the Tillamook Cheese Factory. I don't know if I was thinking that deep about it. I was trying to get us back to the lighthouse. Okay, the lighthouse. The lighthouse at Cape Mirrors. It's the shortest. Oh. Yeah, it's only 38 feet tall. And it's not, uh, unlike the other two, it is not um, right off the highway. You got to go a ways, Mm -hmm. and 101 does not go through. So on this one, you kind of have to take a side trip, Mm -hmm. beautiful side trip, to get to it. Um, It is 10 miles west of Tillamook, because Tillamook is one of the few uh, Oregon coast towns that is not on on the water. You're inland quite a ways. Like, you can't see the water from the city of Tillamook. And it's actually a cute little town. Yeah, we kind of drove I'd never driven through it. Tillamook proper, as opposed to just going, uh, like, on 101. Yeah, I'd never gone through it either. It was really quaint. Mm-hmm. Quaint's a good word, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the other thing when you're out there at Cape Mears is, um, there is, it says... Take a short walk to see the famous octopus tree. I don't think we did that. Well, we didn't, but we didn't know. Oh, okay. It's a six Sitka spruce shaped like an upside down octopus. Oh. I've seen it before. It's huge. We'll have to go back. Mm-hmm. Make sure their tentacles don't get us, though. Okay. Oh, I don't want a Sitka spruce tree getting me. Eating me with its little beak. Pretty sure that's not going to happen. Maybe it's the coffee. Yeah. Okay. And then last, but certainly not least on our list of lighthouses that we saw on this trip is 
terrible Tilly. I have written down the Tillamook Rock Lighthouse. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It is the Tillamook Rock Lighthouse or the Terrible Tilly. Do you know why they called it that? Nope. It's due to the challenges in construction and operation during its tenure. Oh. The lighthouse sits 133 feet above sea level and is 60, 62 feet tall, but it's out there on that island. So imagine building a lighthouse and a little worker's hut on top of a sea stack on the Oregon coast. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some tough construction workers. Yeah. And it was built in 1881. Wow. Yeah. You probably didn't even have like Meineke saws or anything then. Right. There was no cordless drills then. Right. Probably had a rowboat out there. I think building all of these lighthouses is probably a pretty big challenge. Yeah, this one would have been the biggest. Yeah. So, good moniker though, right? Mm-hmm. Terrible Tilly. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is um, off the coast at E. coli State Park. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, it is, yeah, cool. You have to look out in the ocean to see it. Got it. Yeah. It looks very institutionalized to me. Oh, <laughs> it looks like it, it's probably haunted too. Maybe it, it's where they put prisoners. It looks like it could be. It could be in another it, little Alcatraz. It has that Alcatraz-ish look. It does. With the lighthouse on top of it. Okay. So there you we go. Don't, we don't know if there's people out there or not. I'm sure it's haunted. Yeah. I'm going to not disprove it. Okay. I'm going to say that that's why they call it terrible Tilly. Not because of the construction difficulties, because of all the deaths. Okay. I'm glad that you've thrown that out there so people... Right. Are you scared, Deb? I'm so scared. I can tell. I see the fear in your face. Right. Fear that you have to do this podcast with me. Boom. I'm not scared about the podcast. I'm just, you know, hanging out. All right. Perfect. Well, so that was our tour of four awesome lighthouses on the Oregon coast. Now that's just the beginning of them. If you continue south, there's another, oh, so many, at least not probably another five Yeah, down the Oregon coast. So if you're looking for something to do, you could do a little lighthouse exploration like we did. Yeah. We didn't go out necessarily looking to do just a lighthouse tour, but it just kind of worked into our plans for that day. Well, and it was kind of nice because it was it was raining, sunny, raining, sunny. Hailing. So, yeah. So it was nice. We would get out, look at some stuff. And then by the time we got back in the car, it was raining again. Yeah. Our timing was pretty good. Yeah. Even though like good Northwesterners, we always have our raincoats. Yeah. We still, we got pretty lucky with the weather because there were a couple of times when we were back in the car where it was like, um, where's the lane that we're supposed to be in? Mm-hmm. Raining so hard or hailing so hard that day. Right. Well, it's the beauty of winter in Oregon. Mm-hmm. So it was exciting. Definitely. Got anything else to add about lighthouses? I don't. Okay. Fun fact, your mom loves lighthouses. My mom does love lighthouses. We have to get her a photo. And Shout out to Rhonda. So that we can put that on the wall. Yeah. But yeah, she's loves them mm-hmm. so there you go we did this tour in honor of your mom yes 
That's nice of us. I'm the best. You really are. Okay. <laughs>